If you are hearing this right now, it means we're covering some graphic topics in today's episode. This is a true crime and paranormal podcast. There's going to be some murder. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Archive. It is, oh, murder, mystery, all around mayhem. Yep. Um, that's Ben. That's Bailey. It's been a while, but we're back now. Uh, we went on hiatus for school been reasons. Gone for a long time. Yeah, three months to be exact. Yep. We had finals. We got jobs. It's We both got COVID and died. Oh my God, don't say that. We did, well, we didn't. We're talking to you right now. Fully vaxxed. Ready to have a vaxxed hot girl summer. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Vaxxed and waxed? Vaxxed, that's, that's waxed, goes now? botaxed. Ready for a hot girl summer. Yep. We're doing hot girl shit. Mm-hmm. And that includes recording more episodes ah. for you people. Uh, all right. <laughs> Enjoy this uh, pre-recorded episode from like two months ago. <laughs> Enjoy. Have fun. Mike's hot. Mike's Mike. hot, Bailey. Mike's hot. Hot, hot. No, you're supposed to confirm after I ask. I don't fucking know. Your your oh, computer's yeah. the one that's hooked oh, up. <laughs> right. I forgot. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's warm. What's your beverage today? It's lukewarm. Well, I had a ramen earlier. <laughs> I don't have a beverage. It does count right as now. a beverage. I'm drinking that uh that ginger mango and it is heavy on the ginger. It's got a little bit of throat mm. burn, but I'm not mad about it. What can I do different? I don't differently? really want to do that work today. I don't really want to do I that work today. I don't want to do that work. Sit up, not slouch. That could be it. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Wow. It feels so much more confident. <laughs> Scoliosis be gone. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Take me This is fine. This is fine. I'm so excited to dye my hair, though. Like, you don't you have no idea how short my attention span is i get bored so easily and i've had this hair for a year so i think it's time to change hmm. and also i'm poor and it costs like a hundred dollars to do my hair every six weeks so i remember when it was first super silver at the very start yeah it's so good my gray i loved it i love my platinum but i think it's over i think it's well i'll be back someday she'll be back um but it did it does cost a lot of money to have mm. platinum hair when your hair is normally black um, and also, uh, my scalp is screaming for a break. <laughs> my hair's basically black. So from black to uh, platinum, you have to do it in two sittings. You can't do it all at once. And in the very first sitting, the lady that I went to gave me chemical burns on my head. Oh, God. And then charged me $400 for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got my money back and then <laughs> never went back there. Uh, <laughs> chemical burns. So I'm excited to go. I'm kind of excited to go back to, to brown. I'm going to keep some highlights uh, and some, they call them like baby lights or like low lights yeah i'll take chemical burns for 500 <laughs> what is bleach <laughs> uh, yeah i mean if you're ever in portland don't g- you know what no i'm not gonna no, say the I name would, yeah <laughs> even though reverse they shout did, out i feel really bad even though well okay she did leave me alone in the chair i was the i was the only one in the salon and she just left for bad? like 45 minutes no because my head was on fire and i had nobody to ask to be like is this normal oh shit that's she just left and went to a weird. back room while i was what just the sitting hell? there with bleach on my head and i was like shit this is really starting to burn <laughs> and nobody like, was there i i set up the appointment which i had to drive 45 minutes to get to because it was a salon in portland mind you so i drove all the way to portland by the time i got there and was in the parking lot she called me and was like hey my other clients taking longer than i thought five minutes before my appointment 
um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get you in today. I was like, today at all? Oh yeah. My God, and I was sucks. like, well, I did just drive 45 minutes to get here and you only called me five minutes before my appointment like supposed to start. That's but yikes. okay, that's fine because I'm nice. And I was like, all right, maybe she just really didn't know. And then I went back Dang, on a day where she was, she was supposed to have the day off and she was like, I'll just do your hair this day on my day off. And then the whole time she was talking about how, you know, she was supposed to be running errands to get ready for her friend's birthday party tonight. But like she was here instead doing my hair. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh uh-huh, please don't burn my hair off yeah and then when i was processing like the bleaches of my hair she just left for like 45 minutes and i was the only one in the salon and i was like she got them groceries got though <laughs> it's not me uh but yeah and then she gave me chemical burns and then i had to call the salon to get my money back and i was also quoted only like 250 300 bucks and then she when i got oh, done and 400 yeah and i was like Damn, whack okay <laughs> So, anyways, I'm not gonna say the salon name. That was but a long like, tangent of just a horrible story. Well, about it's that trauma, salon. and I need to get it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't currently have a therapist. Murder this mystery is, and all around baby's option. trauma. <laughs> Speaking of therapists, <laughs> that's a, that yeah, I've like had a good the platinum hair actually. for a year now. Yeah, I feel like I have a pretty interesting life. You do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want me to get into my high school stories. Bonus episodes, boom! Oh my god, that would be so good. <laughs> That'd be I wasn't such even a that interesting in high school. No, not you. Just the atmosphere. That's fucking rude. <laughs> 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 I'm the main character. I've always been interesting. <laughs> but yeah, my high school is whack. Is probably because we were like one of the poorest high schools in the district. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, we have a true crime. Uh, oh, hello, hello. Oh yeah. <laughs> murder mystery and apparently stories about my life that's Welcome been to the vault <laughs> oh my god that's what we call our bonus episodes our the archive the vault if you have like a paranormal or true crime story that you want to to talk us to talk about like you want us to read your story on air uh so go cool. to our instagram our twitter we have a link tree and there's a Google form in that link tree for you to fill out. You can either suggest a case that you want one of us to cover, or you can write in about your own paranormal experience, your own experience with true crime and or a true crime that has happened. That's been like big in your life for some reason. <laughs> you can submit literally anything and we'll read them on air. You could, well, we should have like a mailbox and then somebody can send us Google body form. parts. Oh, Oh, send like a, a real mailbox a for, for real body parts. Um, I think that might be illegal. Mm, maybe. But you can we'll have to look into describe it, the body parts in the Google form. Actually, and then don't print do that. it out and put it in our put it in our mailbox. That's like an open call to perverts right there. <laughs> what? Describe, describe <laughs> the body part and and DM it to us. Are <laughs> pictures included? Dick pics <laughs> to our archive email. We just invited all of the no, perverts to the I show. I don't want that. <laughs> Hopefully perverts don't listen to our show. I am inside of your brain right now, listener. And I want you to send me knife in the a spooky story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bailey just said, knife in the vagina. Because she has menstrual cramps right now. Ow. You got to say that Can to I put them? that in there? Oh Can I put that in there? <laughs> I mean, it's just a, if you want. I mean, it's just a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so my case this week is about um, <laughs> Satan and 
<laughs> my eyes. case is about the devil. <laughs> and ever since I started researching my case today, like my phone devil. has been freaking out. Like the volume will just turn up without me even touching my phone for no reason. Like ever since I, I can confirm. I, I saw it's it. You because you wouldn't stop messing around with Robert the doll, <laughs> and now I'm suffering for it. I was watching TikToks and all of a sudden it just started blaring at me. You, sca- it scared the dog. Why would Robert go after you and not me? I'm the one that like. I don't know. He's a haunted doll. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Okay, wait. Who's first right. this week? That's you. Remember oh. <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Well, that's a great, a uh, great segue into, into this. You know what else has a segue? Have you ever ridden a segue? I haven't. No. It sounds really cool. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So wait, <laughs> no, I actually have a segue, but it's not a segue segue. It's just a scooter. Well, that's then it's not it's a segue. If it if brand. Paul Blart didn't write it, it's not a segue. Segue brand scooter. I don't want people <laughs> to know I have an electric scooter. It's broken though. <laughs> just like in the in the not rich. episode seven, we were <laughs> we were like talking about my oh, shitty yeah. car, and you're like, "Well, I have a bike," <laughs> and I was like, "Don't tell people that." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not poor. I just choose to exercise. I'm not poor or rich. I just want to be. I want to be nothing. I don't want to. I don't want to be don't known. <laughs> do, do not, not perceive, perceive me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, I'm so excited for my case though. So, I found this on TikTok again because that is all of the media that I consume. Um, as you know, I have the attention span of a goldfish, so I ca- <laughs> I can only subject myself to up to a minute of content at a time currently mm. for hours um, and hours though. Yeah, smooth brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's because I don't have to retain any of the information. Mm. Mm. I feel Ex- like you do though, because you've gotten cases from there and you've shown me cool life hacks and things. That's true. Whenever I come across a case, either like I'm just scrolling through like Instagram or TikTok or but most of it is like just like even the garbage. news app. Yeah, well, yeah. On but TikTok. it's fun garbage. I just I write down whatever I find in an in the notes app on my phone, and mm. then I transfer it to the mm. Google Drive. We have that that list of cases we want to cover. Nice. Yeah, we have like 140 cases on there now because I keep adding them. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. We'll get there. We'll get to 140. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, honestly, <laughs> I can't. I can't even remember what we talked about in the last episode, and we recorded that literally a week ago. So. Yeah, I mean this. School's kind of hard. My smooth brain. I can't remember anything. These classes are just like pressing my brain, making <laughs> it real smooth. <laughs> just sanding that sucker down. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? My case. Sanding my brain. Okay. So my case this week. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm doing the hand rub. <laughs> my case this week is the trial of Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. Who's that, Bailey? <laughs> Sally's back. Did you hear that? No, it I think like, that was a plane. Whoa. I'm going to choose to believe it was a ghost. It was Sal- – wait, no, it's not Sally. Sally's that the classic – Well, so she could be else. taking a different form. Maybe she got that bored. That was Robert or the devil. Isn't that who's on to you now? <laughs> Don't talk about it. I'm scared. My phone just is going <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh, I haven't even started my case. and I have six pages. Um, We're at 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. So, this week, I'm covering the trial and story of Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. Have you ever heard of this one before? Nope. Nope. Not at all. So good. It's a pretty famous case. Uh, it's like the first instance of demonic possession as a defense in the United States. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Have you heard of the Son of Sam? Yeah. So, that one's similar in the way that Sam Berkowitz, a.k.a. the Son of Sam, reported that a dog had been possessed by the devil, and the dog was the one who told him to kill all the people. Yeah, but yeah. 
in this case, the Arnie Cheyenne Johnson case, it was himself who was supposedly possessed by a demonic force, which then in turn caused him to commit his crime. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say something about Droopy. <laughs> like, Droopy made me <laughs> Droopy. do it. <laughs> Fun fact, um, Droopy was the dog in the Son of Sam case. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody believed him, but... Ruh, <laughs> roll. <laughs> I'm How just many imagining victim? like a beagle sliding a gun across the table. <laughs> She'd be like, do it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I want those visions. That sounds amazing. Every time. There's always a part of it that's cool. And I'm like, I want that. But then it's like, yeah, but it's also oh, terrible. But I guess it comes with murder. <laughs> it's also terrible. <laughs> so, okay. I also chose this case because it's a good mix of like that paranormal stuff and the true crime. Uh, I think it's a little bit heavier on the the like paranormal side but there's some murder so it's the best of both worlds i mean the devil yeah it seems, sounds like both are going to be involved <laughs> satan said you get the best <laughs> of both worlds <laughs> did you just pull that out <laughs> <Yeah>. no way <laughs> so this case is also the basis for the next upcoming conjuring film the conjuring three the devil made me do it is the title the conjuring three yeah because they've already had The Conjuring 1 and 2, and now they're making a third Conjuring film right now. Oh, Conjuring. I'm sorry. I was thinking of um, The Exorcist for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, The Conjuring 1 and 2. I want to say yeah. Conjuring, The Conjuring 2 is that one. I'm pretty sure those. that one's on the Enfield Poltergeist, but I've only seen the second one. I don't think I've seen any of those. Mm, it's good. Maybe that's what we'll watch tonight. No, I think I've had enough haunting no. for today <laughs> with my phone <laughs> going out of whack. In the case that I'm talking about tonight, Arnie Cheyenne Johnson was a young man in Brookfield, Connecticut. He was 19, had a fiance named Debbie Glatzel, and Debbie actually had a younger brother who was 11 named David. And in the summer of 1980, the young couple bought a rental house. They wanted to clean it up, live in it, uh, and they would bring little David to help them out with some chores, you know, cleaning up the place. I'm just cringing mm -hmm. for when this is going to get bad. That's all. <laughs> yeah. But as they continued to visit the house, David claimed that he had repeatedly seen this old man who would taunt him. And he was 11 years old, so of course people didn't believe him. They probably thought, oh, he just wanted to get out of doing chores, you know. But <laughs> they just dismissed him entirely. Classic. He's like, I'm having night terrors. Go away, David. Do Sweep a little bit, <laughs> for God's sakes. <laughs> you know why you're getting night terrors? You're not helping around the house. Yeah. <laughs> My mom would be like, it's that damn phone. It's that damn phone. Yep. <laughs> But David said that he continued to see the old man who had taunt him, and the visits from the old man were growing more and more frequent and escalating in violence as the family moved into the home. So David would wake up crying, what? describing visions of a man with black eyes, a thin face with animal features and yeah. jagged teeth, pointed oh. ears and horns, and hooves. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Who would speak to him in Latin. <laughs> the devil speaks Latin. I don't like... It's not like a friendly night friend, you know? No, he was literally having night terrors. My next yeah. line is, he was experiencing these night terrors <laughs> along yeah. with other things. Like, he was acting strangely, not like himself. He would get a lot of bruises and scratches and not know where they came from. And mm. the family, um, Arnie, Debbie, and uh, Debbie and David's parents, said that they would often hear sounds coming from around the house, like the attic and all sorts of places. But, like, obviously, they, they didn't give it much thought and Usually it's like, oh, it's the house settling or, oh, yeah, it's the wind, yeah. you know. Um, and David was the only one who would actually see the man. Oh, shit. So they hear the noises from the man, but he, he actually. Yeah, he, they he hear noises, but they don't think it's 
what this kid is seeing. They yeah, think that yeah, this kid just has an imagination. But yeah, if you can't see it, you're not gonna mm-hmm. you're not gonna be like the Invisible Man, right? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's just walking around. <laughs> of course. That's the thing that always got me in all the shows where it's like, you know, superheroes are invisible, and like, is that guy just walking around naked? Yeah, in um, what what was it called? Uh, the the Hotel Transylvania. He walks around naked <laughs> <laughs> with the glasses. That yeah, he he walks, he just walks around, naked. around naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, it, that's like strong, the worst yeah. superpower ever, though. Just having to well, be naked all the time. Well, he's super strong though, so like I you guess. can't. Yeah. But anyways. But also gross. So after after all this, like his night terrors are escalating. He's waking up with like bruises and scratches all over his body. That's uh, a yikes. The family the family started to take him a little bit more seriously. I guess <laughs> yeah. you could say. Uh, and they had a priest from the church come to bless their home. That's not going to solve the issue here, right? Well, when the the issue is demonic I'd be like, possession, are all the doors and windows locked? Like I'm sure they is... went through all of those steps as well, but okay. like if your kid's just going to bed and waking up with like fucking bruises around his neck like he's being strangled, I'd be looking at my wife or or <laughs> husband funny, bro. I'd be like But uh, and like they know it's nobody in the family, like I think it's time to call a priest. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's why do people have kids? Okay, because they could end up demonically <laughs> possessed. Bailey on the kid <laughs> hating train again. I was thinking about this earlier, and I was like, that "I'm never having kids. What if one of them gets possessed? That they might transfer that demonic spirit to me. I'm not risking that." <laughs> That's the reason. That's the reason. Uh, so down to earth, Bailey. I like it. Yeah. Good strategy. Thank you. Children love me, actually. What's um, your strategy for avoiding demonic possession? Oh, don't have kids. Don't no, have kids. No, no kids. Well, kids Can't are always the first ones to go in like the conjuring and you know all these demonic possessions. The devil goes for children. Mm. I'm hearing you watch too much TV. <laughs> <laughs> but after the priest tried to exercise David to no avail, didn't work. The family moved out of the house. They're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we we ain't staying in here. And several days later, they contacted Ed and Lorraine Warren. So do you know who Ed and Lorraine Warren are? Ed and Lorraine Bobbitt. <laughs> Love Lorraine Bobbitt, but Lorraine no. Bobbitt. Ed and Lorraine Warren. No, I don't know who these people are. Oh, yeah, because you've are. said you've never seen The Conjuring. Yeah. So Ed and Lorraine Warren, they were real people. They were these really famous paranormal investigators who founded the New England Society for Psychic Research. It's like the East Coast's oldest paranormal hunting group. Uh, Ed was mm. like the self-taught, quote, demonologist. Oh, and was Lorraine, he also an Italian doctor? <laughs> <laughs> he speaks to everybody in a really bad Italian accent. <laughs> and Lorraine was like this self-proclaimed medium and clairvoyant. Um, so, you, I mean, you haven't watched The Conjuring, but the people listening probably know Ed Lorraine Warman, Warman, Warren from movies like uh, The First and Second Conjuring, which are based off of like real events. Um, real cases that the Warrens investigated uh, and field poltergeist I want to say is like the second movie um, they also investigated Amityville um, so on and so forth their cases have inspired just a ton of movies like The Nun we saw The Nun mm. yeah so um, I didn't see that the was nun. oh no we took Greta to see it that uh, sounds awful <laughs> she screamed in the drive-in <laughs> scare the crap out of everyone um, they're kind of surrounded by controversy though a lot of people think that they extorted these people that were in bad situations for money uh, they made a lot of money from mm. publishing books about their cases, the movies. Um, but in reality, it could be that instead of helping these people in situations like, quote, demonic possessions or hauntings, um, it could have just been that these people were mentally ill and Ed and Lorraine Warren kind of extorted them for money, like extorted their, uh. their stories for money. Um, and I, I'll do a case on them in the future. I think it's so incredibly interesting, like who they were and what they did. Um 
after Ed Lorraine Warren were called to come help this family, David was put through a series of three exorcisms. So Lorraine said, stop dancing to the word exorcisms. (laughs) (laughs) I see that. I just popped a move. (laughs) Exorcisms. (laughs) But Lorraine said that she had witnessed like this black mist materialized next to David during these exorcisms, which she says is a sign of malevolent presence in the room. Um, and Debbie and her parents had <laughs> told the Warrens that they had seen David be choked by an unseen force. Like he would grab his neck and sputter and, and he would just be left with red, like these red finger marks on his neck afterwards when they couldn't like visibly see anyone choking him. Like here's a quote from, uh, here's a quote about Debbie's parents describing David's behavior. David had started to growl, hiss, speak in otherworldly voices and recite passages from the Bible or Paradise Lost. What was what is Paradise Lost? Because that kept coming up, and I'm like, Paradise Lost. It's a book, I think. But every time they'd be like, he was quoting, he was quoting the book Paradise Lost, and I'm like, wow, this author, <laughs> Satan must really like John Milton. Is that one of those ones where they like read it backwards oh, and does some? Weird I don't, stuff? It says Paradise Lost is an epic poem in blank verse by the 17th century English poet John Milton. The first version published in 1667. Oh, the characters in it are the devil, over God, 10, Eve, lines of Michael, verse. son of God adam oh okay that's yeah, probably why i was just like wow makes Satan, sense Satan's a john melton fan no that makes <laughs> sense <laughs> yeah he's like well the other choice was ee e. cummings so <laughs> the red balloon the other choice was hunger games or <laughs> <laughs> 50 shades harry potter <laughs> 50 it, was, shades. it was john orr's arson Woo! fanfic <laughs> his second favorite no. book <laughs> so he would reportedly be flung around the room like a like a rag doll by these unseen forces and the glassels recounted how each night a family member would remain awake with david as he suffered through just like spasms and convulsions yikes it was man. crazy and during the series of exorcisms lorraine reported that david had levitated stopped breathing for a time and gained the ability of precognition during these times which is like the ability to see the future like psychic ability um, and during those those times of precognition he would actually talk about the crime that arnie johnson would later commit he predicted the crime whack right that arnie johnson Mm -hmm. debbie's fiance debbie is david's sister so it's his sister's fiance holy crap Mm -hmm. and yeah he would go on to talk about what the the crime that arnie would commit because i'm talking about david right now but really my case is about arnie Arnie. okay Uh, So it was after this that the Warrens contacted the Brookfield police to warn them that the situation was getting violent. Both David's condition and his behavior, along with Arnie's impending crime. But I mean, what are are you you going to tell this tiny police force to do? You can't (laughs) arrest someone because some demon possessing little boy said they might commit a crime. (laughs) I think that counts as probable cause. Oh, I thought they were trying to get the police involved to help David. Well, that too, because because he was getting violent. He was getting violent. So they're just like, hey, because he's an 11-year-old boy. They just got to be like, hey, um, he's not actually trying to kill us. It's Satan. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. The cops are just like, Uh, what? (laughs) Huh? They're like, yeah, if you get a call from this house, just don't go. I mean, we need to restructure the police, but we need we to need have a demon possession, a demon possession, a demon ward. possession squad. <laughs> it's like SWAT, but they have like the Ghostbusters car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So according to reports by the Glassell family, Arnie would shout at David or whatever was 
whatever was possessing David at that time during the exorcism, things like take me, leave the little boy alone. Like he, he was obviously feeling for this little kid who was obviously suffering at this time, whether it be, you know, demon possession or mental illness, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. He's trying but, to get him to transfers from mm-hmm. the vessel. Yeah. Which is heroic in theory, but like low key dumb in practice. Okay. Like, Not really. The demons, Why? the demons don't give a fuck. Okay. They'll just possess both of you, son. Like, <laughs> <That's> like you <laughs> gotta get true. rid of one first. Don't be spreading <laughs> it around. That's true. Satan's like, oh, you want some too? Okay. No, demons aren't fucking reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're demons. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to demon possession. <laughs> but a few days later, after this, people reported that Arnie was acting different. He was allegedly attacked by a demon, which caused him to lose control of his car, and he crashed into a tree. My Wisconsin Rashed. came out there <laughs> for a second. <laughs> but miraculously, he walked away unharmed. So. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, but after the crash, he went back to the rental home to visit... What about like, the minivan full of children he hit? <laughs> he hit a tree. Oh. No. <laughs> I was going to say something and then I didn't. Do it. I'll just cut it out. Just do it quick. He pulled a Paul Walker. <laughs> Fast and furious. Fast the devil tipped him off. Demon possessed. What does that move when you hit their edge of their car? T-boned. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The thing that the dude did to he Paul Walker. Oh. Yeah, I clipped him. <laughs> Not fucking T-boned. <laughs> what do you do what is it when you clip a car I'm t-bone <laughs> i'm thinking like he's driving just like maybe he has like he's he's got like t-bone. a little headache or something he's like i wonder if that demon possessed me he's just got like a little headache then all of a sudden the semi just <laughs> boom, and, he's, I think <laughs> and that's then everyone's less like of the demon more of the, semi, more of the semi truck yeah <laughs> but everybody's blaming it on the demon <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay but he crashed into a tree so, <laughs> after the crash, he went back to the rental home to visit this old well that was on the property. And and Lorraine Warren had specifically deemed that, like, the area where the demon was first encountered. Like, David went to the old well while he was at the rental home one time. David went to the well, and that's where he first encountered what he called the tall man, which we know is mm. whatever demon was possessing him. But and Lorraine Warren specifically told everyone, do not go near this well. And when... Where did he go as soon as he crashed a uh, car? Well, yeah. To the well. Where else? Yeah, of course. What's I that, mean. Lassie? Arnie's getting possessed in the well. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Droopy? <laughs> What's that, Droopy? You're possessing Arnie at the well? <laughs> I love Droopy. Yeah, we, I love Droopy too, but like... <laughs> it's just sheesh. so easy. He's it an is. easy target. <laughs> but it's funny. So. <laughs> That's true. It's good yeah. comedy. Uh, but when Arnie looked into the water at the bottom of the well... He said that he saw the face of a demon looking back at him, and that's his last memory of the demon while completely lucid. Because after making eye contact with that demon in the well, he was possessed, and he remembers nothing while being overtaken by the evil spirit. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yo, what if it's like an upside-down situation where it sucks in? He goes into the well, and then the alternate him that's possessed comes out or something like that. No. I cool. think he just stays out of the oh, well, but like then that, kills right? people. Well, I thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, as what David, happens next? Okay, as da- <laughs> <laughs> thank you. As David's condition continued to get worse, um, Debbie and John decided to move out of her parents' home, and they began renting this apartment from Debbie's boss, Alan Bono. And Bono owned the local dog kennel, which was where uh, Debbie was one of the groomers. Uh, he was friendly with the couple. Um, shortly after moving, Debbie started to notice weird behavior from Arnie, though. 
uh, he would go into like this trance-like state where he would hiss and growl and then hallucinate but have no memory of it afterwards. And what the heck? Yeah. She's like, uh, I mean, he's a great volunteer, but... No, I'm not going to say it. No, I'm going to say it. It's like when people date <laughs> furries. Like, he hisses and growls, but it's fine. <laughs> he's, you know, he, you know, everybody got their quirks. Well, it's like the time in high school he's where just I bumped a f- into a girl wearing <laughs> ears and a tail in the hallway. I was like, oh, sorry. And she goes, bark, 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 and barks at me. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. She starts growling. I'm like, oh, Jesus. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't I don't have anything against those people. It's it's Live your life. <laughs> just don't bark it's at me, cool. please. I feel threatened. I'm not going to do it, but <laughs> it's like, all right, that's cool. So bring like imagine how boring life would be without furries. That's true. That's what you bring to the world. Thank you, furries. So, like I said, Alan and Arnie were friendly. Um, Arnie would often come down to the kennel to see Alan and wait for Debbie to get off work. He would even sometimes call in sick to work just to go hang out at this dog kennel. And nice. I can't blame him. That sounds fun. I go hang out at this. He's gonna dog go bark kennel. with the dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arnie's like looking into the cage, like with <laughs> 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 his hand on the glass. <laughs> no but oh man so on february 16th of 1981 nothing seemed out of the ordinary when arnie just called out of work and joined debbie at the kennel with his sister wanda and debbie's nine-year-old cousin mary yeah everybody's just going down to the kennel hanging out which barking like at dogs the barking at dogs <laughs> sounds like a time mary's barking the little nine-year-old <laughs> <laughs> well probably probably I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I played horse as a little kid, so I was, <laughs> I was a horse. That's girl. way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my I remember cousin, you talking about my that. My cousin and I would go out to my grandparents' backyard, and we would pretend to be wild animals, and we'd like make stew out of leaves and like pond water. We wouldn't drink it. Make tre- make uh, mud pies, right? Stuff like yeah. that. That's cool. <laughs> we'd make like secret potions, but it was just leaves and like water crushed up, <laughs> dirty pond water. No, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And now I sit and watch TikTok for six hours a day. So mm. <laughs> it really has been a, a downward trend, <laughs> you know. Used to make pathways in the, in the Let's dirt. Let's just say I had a lot more brain folds back then. So at <laughs> lunch, the group went to the as lunch. a child, <laughs> as a developing <laughs> child whose I lost brain my folds is not fully formed. You had more <laughs> folds. Yes. <laughs> So at lunch, the group went to this local diner where Bono proceeded to get drunk before returning to the kennel. And after returning, Bono, every time I say Bono, I think of like the guy with like the skinny glasses and like the one earring. (laughs) But it's not him. Yeah. Well. What if it was? No, yeah. (laughs) So Bono started to get agitated. And as Debbie tried to usher everyone out of the room at the kennel, um, anticipating Bono might become violent. <laughs> he grabbed Debbie's younger cousin, Mary, and refused to let her go. So Arnie ordered Bono to release the girl, and when he didn't comply, Arnie reached into his pocket for his five-inch long knife. I don't know why I included the measurement in that, but it was five inches, and attacked Bono. It's a misdirection. <laughs> it, could either, it could either go to one of two ways. Wow, that's a big knife. Or, oh, that's kind of small. Did you hear me? I said misdirection. I did. Did you hear my penis joke? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, a knife's going to hurt. It's not the size of the knife that matters. It's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he attacked Bono. 
Barry fled to the car as Debbie tried to get in between the two men to stop the fight and as Wanda was trying to pull Arnie away, but it had already been too late. Arnie was growling like an animal as he repeatedly stabbed Bono in the chest. One of the wounds literally stretched from his heart to his stomach. Oh, fuck. That's a lot of damage to inflict with like a five inch blade. That's not that long, but like he basically flayed the dude. Jesus, man. I don't like... Uh, yeah, no, I don't like talking about that stuff. That's gross, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So, like, you took me from ha to oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's all oh. this podcast is. It's a ride. It's a roller coaster. There's highs and there's lows. We'll get to a high in a minute. The police apprehended Arnie Johnson about two miles from the kennel and arrested him. Uh, this would actually be the first recorded murder in the town's history because shortly after arriving at that hospital, Bono was declared dead. So well, yeah, like I mean, this, <laughs> an entire history of a town. Sounds this horrible. is the first murder in 1981. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, crazy. And that's the first murder. <laughs> Some crazy <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah, Damn. demonic possession sets so a high bar. Really, anybody after that? Yeah. <laughs> anybody? At, no. <laughs> that how you think it's about murder. murder? It's bound to happen again. Yeah. Been no. happening since a- Cain and Abel. I didn't pay attention to Bible class. Is that right? One of them killed the other. Yeah. You said since Cain and Abel, so you, you're. Not liable right there. Okay, thank you. (laughs) So the next day, the Warrens went to the police to tell them that the murder was fueled by demonic possession and the media just erupted. The Warrens' agents spoke to the media and they promised like a full book on the events, saying that there was a movie in the works, like et cetera, you know, all this stuff, just really blowing this whole thing out of proportion. And the media to to the media. The Warrens' agents were like, Oh don't worry, don't worry. Like the the murder happened yesterday and the the media agents the agents were talking to the media and they're already like there's a movie in the works don't worry oh my god like i told you these people were profiting off of you know other That's people's misfortunes you said they might be i'm saying they fucking <laughs> yeah. were 100 yeah. percent. yeah the media called this case the demon murder case and the headlines everywhere read quote the Bruh. devil made me do it which is like yeah that's high key like a dope-ass headline right no, that's cool that's yeah cool. but <laughs> That's why they're calling the movie that, because it's awesome. That'd be a cool-ass oh, yeah. title. So The, the trial Devil Wears Prada, and he made me do it. <laughs> the Devil Wears Prada, he made me do it. Devils <laughs> devils wearing thigh highs. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Cerulean. If you watch Devil Wears Prada, you know. You've never seen The Devil Wears Prada. I haven't seen it. Meryl Streep. <gasps> Meryl Streep would play a really good Satan in a movie. Well, she basically does. The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Anyways, so... Uh, Meryl Streep could play anything. Let's be real. Bro, this is a six-page case, and I'm on four right now. <laughs> the trial was to take place in Danbury Superior Court in Connecticut on October 28th of 1981. And Arnie's lawyer, Martin Manella, attempted to submit a plea of not guilty by virtue of demonic possession. Fair. <laughs> the presiding judge, Robert Callahan, rejected the defense, saying what? no such defense could ever exist Why in a not? court of law due to lack of evidence and that it would be, quote, irrelative and unsufficient unscientific to allow related testimony hogwash (laughs) that's hog wallop (laughs) so manella withdrew the possession defense and instead stated that arnie was acting in self-defense and the jury deliberated Uh, for about 15 mm. hours before returning with a verdict declaring arnie guilty of first degree manslaughter yeah that's not self-defense man come on it's not self-defense but also like the situation that they were in um bono was being aggressive at the moment which they, they definitely did not have to resolve that with violence, but I it's what Bono, the, I thought Bono was being aggressive because Arnie. No, Bono was being aggressive because he was drunk and he grabbed the nine-year-old and wouldn't let her go. And so everybody oh. was like, yo, dude. And then Arnie was like, Yeah, and then he was like, stab, stab. Okay, sorry. I. Yeah. 
I misremembered that. Okay, cool. So he was sentenced to 10 to 20 years. Arnie's a good guy then. Well. Except for the, yeah. Except for the murder. But definitely, that's still definitely a better life. Yeah, so he got manslaughter instead of murder. Okay. Um, And he was sentenced to 10 to 20 years, but actually he only served five. He was labeled as, you know, quote, model prisoner while he was there. Uh, He married Debbie in prison. He got his high school diploma in there, took some college classes, was never involved in any, like, drugged or, like, altercations on record in the prison. So he got out in five years. But after the trial was over in 1983, a writer named Gerard Brittle published a book called The Devil in Connecticut with Lorraine Warren. And it was all about Mm. David Glassell's experience. Um, And Lorraine, oh, my God. Lorraine said that the <laughs> Lorraine. That was like a heavy accent. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Elvis over here. Lorraine. Lorraine. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So Lorraine said that the profits were shared with the family, which was about two thousand dollars, but this was back in the eighties, so that was basically like monopoly money. That's not a lot of money for a book deal. Like two thousand dollars is not a lot of money. Mm. Um, but David and his brother Carl sued the authors and publishers of the book for violating his right to privacy by sharing this information and infliction of intentional emotion- emotional distress yeah. distress on the family. See, I'm losing yeah, my enunciation. Like, mm-hmm. That ain't cool at all. And Carl actually told the media that the story about his brother was concocted by the Warrens as this like cash grab when David was actually just suffering from uh. mental illness at the time. He said that the book portrayed David as a villain because he didn't believe in these supernatural claims. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. That's like, wow, but, that's a double whammy well, right there. Well, but okay, up. because the Warrens also the Warrens state that the yeah. six priests involved in the in the like exorcisms of the boy can corroborate that his demonic possession was real. But David's mother and father also dispute the claim, saying they never told the Warrens their son was possessed. But like, why would they call? The Warrens probably made it up then. Yeah, but why would they even allow the Warrens into their home to, like, do all these oh, tests fair, on their fair. son if they didn't think he was possessed? Well, because, but also, Debbie and Arnie still to did this they day... Know about, did they know about... How much did they know? I don't know how much they knew about Ed mental Lorraine, illness at this time. You yeah, know? but Ed and Lorraine Warren were known for, like, demonic possession and, like, exorcisms and things like that. Why would you call those people and allow them into your home to, con- like, conduct all of these paranormal experiences on like experiments on your child That's if true. you thought that it was mental illness yeah i guess they were clearly after that kind of service yeah exactly so, a little and different. debbie and arnie still to this day wholeheartedly support the warren's diagnosis of demonic possession of and they've yeah. stated that the other glatzel family members only sued for monetary gain yeah like damn it could go either way but honestly i'm thinking that it was more like of course they said that they yeah. they got the the warrens you know paranormal services whether he was actually possessed or not they they contacted them and asked for their services and then when they wrote a book about it we're like yeah. give us money maybe yeah. that's no, just what uh, debbie and arnie yeah, make it seem yeah like. mon- they're suing for monetary gain no mm-hmm. they're suing for their loss of their like i mean respect. also it's like privacy too yeah the loss of their privacy the loss of their what else i don't know it, respect to their fellow i don't know townspeople. fellow church goers hello church <laughs> but i don't know it, it's it could go anywhere we don't know for sure so this could have been the just oh my god so this could have been a case of demonic possession for both david and arnie and it could have fueled arnie's crimes but i guess you know that mm. just depends on whether or not you believe in the devil and that's my case for this week that's a cliffhanger to end on right there mm-hmm. that's my case dang that was a solid case i like that thank you 
Thank you very much. Thank- oh, <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I think I'm the king of crime. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, ma. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. the king of crime in Chicago. <laughs> Get out the good pastrami. We're celebrating. <gasps> Anyways, what's your case for this week? I'm so excited. Listen. Listen. Do you like small snakes? No, because cute, I had right? one poop on me one time. My cousin threw a garden snake at me, and I <laughs> caught it, and it shit all over me. <laughs> they have this weird. You little, had like, that story ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's whenever people ask me about snakes, that's always my go-to because they have this little like poop flap that opens up, yeah, and they're that, fucking disgusting. It stinks. Yeah, they're. they're I mean, they're cute to look at. Nasty. But like, I don't want to touch one because it pooped on me. Yeah. Also, they're, my no, mom, their poop my does mom smell gave like a snake a heart attack. Bad. Did I tell you that? <laughs> my, my brother and I were playing outside, and we found this garden snake, and we're like, oh, my God, let's scare mom, right? So we put it in a box, and we told her. That's messed up. We told her we found, we found a butterfly. <laughs> she's like, oh, let me see. So when we open the lid of the box, there's a snake, and she screamed so loud, and the snake, like, jumped. Like, the snake, the snake got scared. It jumped, and then it just stopped moving. And we're, like, tapping it. We're like, like oh my god like uh, what's happening uh, we even poured like uh, a little bit of water on it to get it to like wake up <laughs> wake up wake up <laughs> no that shit was dead my mom killed a snake with her scream oh my god we felt that so bad so cool. <laughs> oh, but anyways so cool. yeah i like snakes <laughs> oh i was not prepared to laugh that hard from that question oh i got man. a lot of um Snake-related so stories. Well, okay. no, that's a lie. Just the two. As long as I'm not touching them. Yeah, yeah. Or they're eating you, as in this one. <laughs> so, this week, I'm talking about the Groot slang. It's a horrible sounds monster, like a, basically. <laughs> it sounds like a d- Dwight Schmidt, like, made-up name. Dwight Schmidt. Dwight Schrute. Oh, my God. <laughs> stroke. Dwight Schrute. <laughs> Dwight Schrute. That sounds like a made-up Dwight Schrute type of thing. Yeah. A Groot slang. A Groot slang. It does. <laughs> Okay, so Groot slang is the, well, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but that's the Afrikaans um, way to say it. And then Groot slang, which I'm probably still <laughs> pronouncing it wrong, <laughs> is the Dutch version. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. the Dutch version of it for big snake. That's what it means. Um, but that's the only thing I remember from German class. What does that mean? I have a club foot. There's no reason to ever learn that, that phrase. Well, I have if a club you have foot. a club foot, there's a fucking reason to learn that phrase. That you is don't, ableist, I know for Benjamin. A fact, you have ableist. no club foot. <laughs> I don't, but what if I run into somebody who's like, help, I don't speak German, and I need you to tell this person I have a club <laughs> I am rolling my eyes so hard. Right <sighs> you never know. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just really want to say, what? I just really want to talk in German right now, and I don't know why. But I only know, like, three phrases. <laughs> the because there's this little song. Well, I can count to ten, too, because we used to listen to, like, German club music. I can count like to ten as well. Now let me talk about the snake, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me talk about the snake. We don't have time. Okay, this snake, it's not just a big snake. It's <laughs> it's way worse. It's part elephant, part snake. <laughs> Like, Google this thing. There's no pictures, but there's horrible artist renderings. <laughs> Not horrible. Like, the artistry is great, but, like, the subject is ju- gives, gives me the creeps. Yeah. I Googled it, and they one of them had, like, it looked like a basilisk, but they had, like, elephant ears and, like, a, like giant tusks. <laughs> yes. This is nightmare stuff. Oh, yeah. The Grootslong. Was that good? Was yeah, that, that was good. I really? like that. Awesome. It's a cryptid that lives in a cave in Richtersfeld, South Africa. They say it has the head of an elephant and the body of a serpent, like I said. 
So mm. it's also sometimes said to have gems for eyes. And mm-hmm. we'll get into that in a second. Here's another detail. Well, a few more. It's 40 feet long. And it's so strong that it attacks and eats elephants. <laughs> That's cannibalism. Freaking elephants. That's cannibalism right there. <laughs> Halfway. Halfway. Yeah. He just doesn't eat the head. But like that's <laughs> massive. That I know is snakes huge. like regular snake or pythons or whatever. They can eat like they a eat, whole like, deer. Yeah. An alligator? Yeah, they eat full out they Jesus like full Christ. ass alligators. There was one what snake that fuck? died because the alligator got stuck in it. I don't and they like had to thinking there, there's something that can eat. It literally a goes from like alligator. skinny to like stretches hella outwards because yeah, it has yeah. a whole crocodile in there and then goes yeah. back to skinny for the tail. I knew it could do that with like a deer, but not a freaking alligator. Yeah, one of them ate an alligator. It died that's because insane. it ate the alligator. But oh, okay, okay. Did. It's not like a thing it can handle. I <laughs> oh, was like, okay, then that's fine. I was like, oh my they god, they just do people. that. They eat people whole. People are soft though. Crocodiles are like <laughs> they're crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> they are crunchy, and they don't have teeth. You know, they're like um, 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 um. pythons have teeth. Snakes. Yeah, snakes have. Those are fangs, fangs. Bailey. <laughs> you don't chew with fangs, Bailey. They don't I mean, even. They, they don't, don't chew. I know. They like they they coil pythons specifically will just coil around their thing. I know what pythons do. They break all of its bones, so they don't have to chew. I know. I wish I could eat like that. But it's still crunchy. Unhinge my jaw, swallow it whole. Makes it even crunchier when you break their bones. Can we stop talking about (laughs) bone (laughs) bone crunch? Crocodiles are crunchy. That's a fact. (laughs) I want to eat. No, I don't want to. Crocodile's pretty good. I've had alligator. Well, okay, I can't say crocodile. I've had alligator. Oh. They eat it in like Louisiana and stuff. Oh. Is it good? Tastes like chicken. Um, a little bit. Tastes like a thing that ate a chicken. According to the legends and different creation theories by the peoples in and around South Africa, the Grootslong or Grootslong was a mistake by the gods. It's said <laughs> that when the gods <laughs> were first forming the earth, <laughs> it's all. <laughs> it's said that when the gods were first forming earth and all of its creatures, they fucked up and made this monster. <laughs> Why is it a mistake? This animal is too strong, too cunning, and too intelligent. It's like the Indominus Rex in Jurassic World. Okay, listen to this. And this is a direct quote direct quote from the gods. <laughs> the gods were like, uh, okay, this is bad. This is bad. One <laughs> speaks up. I dropped the ball on this, everybody. Um, I was shaking in a touch of murder powder, and the lid came completely off. Uh, can, well, can we get rid of it? Can we get rid of it? No, no. So the thing they did to tone it down, they, you know, they were ethical about it. Unalive to they, that bitch. Huh? Did they just, like, unalive no, that that's bitch? No, that's what I would have done. Mm. Oh, I messed up? Smash Let me it just, with a like, hammer. Uh, yeah. Get, get rid of it. Snap it out of existence. But no, they're like, let's split it in half. <laughs> they're geniuses. <laughs> they made we'll two new this creatures. this half some legs, and this half no yeah. legs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the creation story goes, uh, two new creatures, elephants and snakes. And that's where they first came from, mm. according to this uh, legend. Elephants got all the smart. Snakes got all the evil. That's kind of a... That's, oh, wait. That's a yeah, horrible deal. Actually, that is a terrible <laughs> deal. They get no legs. And they're and evil. They're evil. <laughs> but guess what? What? Whoops. Sorry. We lost one of the freaking <laughs> monsters. <laughs> While they Just were sp- slithered away with its big ah, yeah, yeah. head. <laughs> While they were splitting the creatures up, one got away and hid. And apparently all of the modern Grootslang or Grootslang descendants uh, from the one that escaped. <laughs> she just slithered away and just popped out some babies. That's my Fuck birth plan. Man. <laughs> no marriage. Slither away. Pop them out. <laughs> The Grootslang is said to be found in a cave in Richtersfeld, South Africa, known as the Wonder Hole, a <laughs> bottomless pit. No comment. <laughs> uh, also, Wonder Holes and bottomless pits have two very different vibes. 
Like, those are not the same thing. I'm screaming on That's the inside. That's not a synonym. They're not synonyms. <laughs> Wonder hole and bottomless pit. <laughs> bottomless bottom. One guy, there's two guys that discovered it. One guy was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. This, look at this. This Wonder hole. And this other guy's like, bro, it's a fucking bottomless pit. <laughs> or, or it's two parties. And one of them, like, found one of the diamonds. And then the other party... They're like, mom fell down the hole. <laughs> so they're like, the wonder, ho- the wonder hole. And then the other's like, the, the bottomless bottom pit that took my mother. <laughs> That's its full name, in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah, 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 full name of the hole. Um, okay, supposedly, <laughs> and this is this is where the Groot slang is supposed to. That's the full name of my hole. <laughs> That's what she's. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's way too funny. We only went down 8%. We're chilling. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Supposedly, the cave stretches 40 miles underground out to the Atlantic Ocean. And this uh, Grootschlong... <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll swim out. You keep calling it a schlong in the I wonder d- hole? Not an accident. I mean, not on purpose. Is this a creation story? Because it sounds like things are going to be created. <laughs> Catch my drift. Um, the Groot Slong, uh, lives in the Wonder Hole, and there's also a supposedly a cave that stretches 40 miles underground out to the Atlantic Ocean, and it will swim out to the sea for a while and then come back. And then, like, I guess it's, like, cave dwelling as well as an oceanic creature. They're also said to be found in other caves and rivers and lakes, and I'm not chill with that information. (laughs) If it was just one in a bottomless pit, that's fine. Okay, you'll just never i'll never go there that's fine it's in other caves and lakes and rivers what's that oh. i go to <laughs> other you, caves and lakes and i rivers. go to lakes. you're not in africa but like what's that one show on the uh, animal planet where it's like river monsters yeah yeah this is no freaking river monster, on dude. that show <laughs> he catches it on there he, <laughs> he like he always catches them with like his bare hands too like he just like like when you like no, go the, catch catfish you like bare hand it and they just like bite onto your hand and you pull them out of the water Bro, this guy is fearless. He does that with like <laughs> barracudas, with like the, yeah, with the Groot Slong. <laughs> with the Groot Slong, <laughs> the freaking Groot Slong would hold him, man. I'm just imagining Look a at Groot this Slong monster. just like cradling this little Englishman. He's now. like pointing <laughs> up at it, and the camera like pans up all the way. It's like, look at this monster. <laughs> He's like holding the tip of its tail. Oh man, that's little. Elephant. That man is brave. It's though. Little elephant trunk. That man is so brave. Moving on. <laughs> Braver and than the veterans. <laughs> An interesting thing is that they like gems, specifically diamonds, like a dragon or white people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> local legend says that the Wonder Hole Cave, where they live, is filled with diamonds. And so they kind of covet it and, you know, protect it or whatever. And despite the Groot song being described as cruel in a lot of these tales, it's said that the victims of the creature can bargain for their freedom by offering it enough precious gems. So a nice guy. That's what I say to my victims, too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Do you want diamonds? Uh, peanut butter filled pretzels <laughs> <laughs> when Europeans first started arriving in South Africa the native people told them that the Groot Slong was still hiding in the caves rivers and lakes and in, in the surrounding lands the natives said that the Groot Slong inhabiting these caves would guard their gems and diamonds with greed and envy killing anybody who dare get in the way of their diamond collection I bet those Europeans said the exact same thing <laughs> back to the natives <laughs> they're probably like I'm taking them though yeah. and you they're can like, fuck off they're like oh big lizard Mm, I got big gun, so. <laughs> yeah, it's like a dragon. It's like smog. Yeah, it is like a dragon almost. But those natives are like, Psh, tried to warn you. All right. No, they got to tell them about a cave full of diamonds with the giant monster because oh, they know white people won't go in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's genius. I never thought of that. 
like there's diamonds in there they're like hmm, okay i'm listening and, like, that might have and also a 50 percent off best buy sale oh <laughs> you got me now yo because there's no hard evidence that the Groot song is actually real there's no photos there's no scientific evidence surrounding the cryptid it's possible that Groot song is just a dope story from the native people of south africa and was like we said used as this way of like warding off the european colonizers yeah and or leading them into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And the trap worked, Bailey. Guess what? In 1866, a 15-year-old European boy living on his parents' farm in South Africa found a diamond in his backyard and started a huge <gasps> craze for mining in South Africa. Bro, did I tell you about the time I was like eight and I thought I found some gold in my backyard? Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was this big nugget of like shiny stuff. My, my little neighbor and I would like play in the mud all the time. Yeah. And we found this big nugget. It was shiny and it was gold. And I went, Yo. yeah, I told my dad and he's like, that's fool's gold. And I was like, you're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know what it was. We were talking about like, we were gonna I'm going to buy a swimming pool. And I was like, I'm yeah. getting another puppy. Like yeah. crush my dreams at eight. Yeah. This kid found the diamond. Then everyone's like, okay, we got to go to South Africa and mine for diamonds. This whole craze or whatever actually yielded more diamonds than India had in over 2000 years. <laughs> and India was like before this, the leading diamond mining area in the world. So people flocked from all over uh, to Africa to try and become a diamond millionaire. A few people actually did succeed in this, most notably Cecil John Rhodes. That is a really Ooh. good Behind the Bastards episode if you're interested yeah, in that. Yeah, go check out that episode good. on Behind the Bastards. I'm going to tell you about this different horrible dude. <laughs> Peter Grayson. So the outbreak of World War I slowed down diamond mining and production. But by January of 1916, the mines were back in working order and a man named Peter Grayson was ready to cash in on that diamond money. Ding Rich ding white ding. men underpaying and abusing their African workers at mines no. built on stolen land. That's yep. all I'm, I'm going to say about that. Yep. Okay. Peter Grayson, this guy. He was an Is Oxford anybody named Peter really that cool? I knew a Peter in elementary school. Played the tuba. Does that is that the bad part <laughs> about him? Because that sounds cool to me. He was just really boring. Because of the tuba? No. That was just a side effect. Tuba then players, say he was tuba, boring. <laughs> tuba what players are either really boring or like oh, really creepy. Like the tuba oh, player shit. that was in my high school band, like at a band at a band festival, he was sitting on like the edge of the the row of seats, and I was like, "Hey, excuse me, like I need to get out to go to the bathroom," because he had his legs up on the chair in front of him, and he just pats his lap and was like, "You can sit down here." And I'm like, "Fuck off, Jared! I need to piss." <laughs> like, really? Dang, bro. He yeah. did that twice. That's not cool. Yeah. I'm saying tuba players either really boring or really creepy, and I'll take the boring ones. I'll take you Peters of the world over you Jareds. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Redeemed. Yeah. Uh, Peter Grayson was an Oxford-educated English businessman who had been training himself on cartography, geology, and outdoor skills. He'd begun to learn several African, lang African languages. He familiarized himself with African customs and even their legends, including the Groot slang. And he still wanted to go after this? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's that treasure, man? <laughs> I mean, this cave with the elephant snake is said to hold one of the biggest diamond hordes in Africa. Yeah, he said, he said, um, I am determined to return to England as a very rich man or a dead man. <laughs> but it's like, you probably, if you're going to die, you're not going to return to yeah. England. Like, what? Uh, was it really <laughs> worth it? You're going to return to the gut of a uh, elephant snake. <laughs> elephant snake. Yeah. He set sail with six other men to help him mine the diamonds. But, Mr. Greedy Pants, you're mm -hmm. not going to get any of that. Greedy, Greedy Pants', Pants Grayson. expedition. <laughs> Greedy Pants Grayson. 
his final destination would be the Richtersveld territory, you know, because that's where the cave is supposed to be. That's where the wonder hole be. The bottomless pit. <laughs> so Richtersveld territory is wild land populated by a ton of animals and not all of them nice. Well, it's Africa, so yeah. it's not like dogs and cats. It's, it's dogs and lions. cats, but bigger. <laughs> yeah, and meaner. <laughs> all right. So their first night in, a lion killed one of the <laughs> members of the expedition and seriously injured another a few days later a third companion died of a poisonous snake bite so they're not they're not off to a good start dropping like flies and then a fourth man became so sick and he begged for the journey to end like they're done like they're not yeah please please peter i mean please greedy boy let's stop this you can end this the guy who got sick was taken back to the village by two other expedition members, leaving only Peter Grayson. All the articles oh says God. that he that they volunteered to take the guy back well, to the village. Yeah. But they're probably like, fuck this guy. <laughs> People are dying. People are getting eaten by lions. And this dude still thinks we're going to get diamonds. He literally said to his men, I can do this on my own. <laughs> like, they're no, like, okay, white man, let's go and live. <laughs> yeah. See you never again. They're like, okay. He doesn't even know if there's diamonds there. Like, he it's wants not even money? confirmed. <laughs> it's not even confirmed. Yeah, so he's no. basing this entire expedition on a legend. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't he's even an know. Idiot. And this was the last time that anyone saw him again. <laughs> he fulfilled that promise of, actually, no. He never went back to England either. So <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't get either of those wishes. No, he did not. Wasn't a rich man. He was dead, but he was not returning to he England. Not returning to England. A week later, after you know, after they leave, after they take the sick guy back, yeah. a search party set out to find him <laughs> and only found his camp deserted and no sign of him. It's like, hmm, haven't seen Peter in a while. The locals say it was his own fucking fault. What an idiot. No, yeah. just kidding. They don't say that. They <laughs> well, say probably. it was the Groot slang, but it's entirely possible it was a combination of him being a greedy idiot and a freaking lion eating yeah. him or something. <laughs> That's probably more yeah. likely. Like leaving camp to go take a piss and just boom, lion dead. Lion bites off your pe- bites <laughs> bites Peter's Peter. Hmm. <laughs> so even today, guides from the area are reluctant to take people on expeditions of, you know, the cave, the bottomless mm-hmm. pit, the wonder hole, <laughs> and its surrounding area. Only one man is said to have explored the cave and survived to tell the tale. A prospector named Travis. <laughs> <laughs> no last name. Travis. Just Travis. According to local accounts, he dropped his flashlight and had to find his way out of the cave in total darkness. To- find his way. Feel around the wonder hole <laughs> and get out in total darkness. That's crazy, man. And <laughs> and he knows the legend. <laughs> and he knows the legend of the Groot Slang. Yeah. With no flashlight? I can't even imagine. Travis got some some balls. Since there is the legend of the Groot Slang attached to this cave, there's other accounts that say he was attacked by the Groot Slang but actually survived by playing dead. <laughs> That's a way more fun story. Can't blame me for that. Well, he should have just if he's the one so he's the one making up this story then, if if he's the only one Probably. who's seen the Groot Slang and lived to tell the story. He should have made it way cooler. Don't say like oh, I played dead. Be like, I shot him. I was like <laughs> I took that I diamond killed him. and I ran <laughs> I took him out. You don't don't be like, Oh, I played dead. Because then he be probably like, doesn't have to show for it. I outran <laughs> yeah. the freaking elephant snake. The elephant I outran snake. him. No legs, motherfucker. <laughs> Slither. I outslithered him. Outslithered. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just wasted oh. out of bars. Like, bro, I outslithered the freaking glutes. Groot slang. <laughs> Worming his way around the cave, not using his legs. <laughs> the glute slang. Glute slang. <laughs> it's a glute slang, but double cheeked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's with a chimpanzee ass. <laughs> 
Somebody draw that. I'll Photoshop it. <laughs> just, a thick, just a thick snake. <laughs> With an elephant head. <laughs> elephant head. <laughs> just cheeks. <laughs> oh, so funny. Gloop slang. Yeah, he could have said up. he saw that. Yeah. He could have said he got a piece of that. <laughs> Fucked a 40-foot snake. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw that. I, hey, man, I've been I single wide. for a long time. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, no, no. I, don't, I hate snakes, bro. That's gross. Anyways, keep going with your case. I will. Okay. <laughs> of course, there's been local sightings of the Groot slang, as with any cryptid. So people say that they see the serpent creature entering the water or slithering around Richtersveld. A lot of people actually think that what these sightings are are just like a giant python because there <laughs> are giant pythons. They can grow up to 21 feet in length. <laughs> That's and a big snake. I mean, there was a 25 and a half feet long python named Medusa that was held in captivity. Um, requires 15 men to hold it up at full length to <laughs> show the, like when they showed the measurement. Yeah. That's insane. 350 pounds. <laughs> she double cheeked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Medusa. But Medusa could eat an entire uh, deer in one sitting. Yeah. W- but like, dude, an elephant snake that's 40 feet long? And eats elephants in one sitting? That's some Jurassic Park stuff right there. I can't even imagine eating an elephant. Even a baby elephant. That's way yeah, bigger. Still giant. That is way bigger, bigger than, than a, deer. a deer. Yeah. That is insane. And it didn't say baby. It said regular elephant. So that is can't even wrap my mind around that, let alone wrap my mouth around an elephant. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> well, the Groot Slang can. Yeah, the, well, the that's Groot Slang can, and that's <laughs> what matters. And that's what really sets us apart from each other. But, like, it's scary because <laughs> there very well could be 40-foot pythons out in the wild. Medusa, in captivity, she's 25 feet long. Yeah. Imagine the ones going unrecorded out in the wild. Oh, God, yeah. Crazy. Good Lord. Snakes are terrifying. Like, if that one's 350 pounds at least doubled it's gonna be like a thousand pound snake i cannot even imagine okay. that. we gotta stop talking about this soon Fuck i'm getting that. S- yeah. spooked more no, so yeah. than the, the devil uh, case oh yeah this elephant snake is gonna show up in my dreams sometime never going in a lake again no oh i didn't i wanted to forget that part <laughs> i don't want to know that it could be anywhere i don't like open bodies of water like as we know i've talked about this on the show before i'm very scared of bodies of water if it's not a pool where i can see the bottom i do not like getting in uh, the water yeah also, I can't swim, it's but that doesn't factor in. Usually, I'm fine, but sometimes there's like, oh, uh, you know when well, there's like help or something. Well, I'm also terrified of that sharks. That is the worst. Yeah, well, I'm terrified of sharks, and I know there's no sharks in like rivers Same. and lakes and stuff. But in the ocean, I'm scared. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, but like God. any body of water where I can't see through the water, no, thank you. I'm not going in. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Even in just like just, movies where they show like yeah, lakes, it's so it, like unknown. gives me anxiety. That's why I don't swim in them. I'll kayak and stuff in them. I just well, you can't swim either. Yeah, well, I can't swim either. But I, I have to stay closer to the shore just because I'm scared of bug, like big bodies of water. Huh. Like even in movies when they show people like diving into the ocean okay. and stuff, like I'm gonna poop myself. All right. Well, <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my case. Why does everything end with me almost pooping myself? <laughs> I think that was light-hearted enough that we don't need a good news. Honestly. I mean, well. That was pretty tight. I'm spooked. Um, what's some good news from your life? From my life? Yeah. I just shot a VR short film. That's super cool. Yeah, it was freaking dope. It gave me a lot of stress while shooting just because we hadn't, I don't know, we didn't prepare super well for it. And then also, I'm not like a great director. 
but you made a VR short film. That's dope. What's some good news from my life that I can share with this this week? Um, Your dog looks cute every day. Uh, well, my dog's cute every day. That's not that's not new news, Benjamin. Right. Casper is adorable. Um, Benjamin. Oh, for one of my, I'm taking a Photoshop class right now because I have to. It's required for my major, even though I hate Photoshop. Um, and oh, we one took of my. One together. No, we took Creative Suite, but I have a Photoshop specific class oh, that okay. I have to take. Um, but. In that yeah. class, we have to do imaginary landscapes. So I'm doing a space cowboy themed landscape. Whoa. We, we have to go and find um, assets to use in the photos. So I took a bunch of photos of like record covers and stuff that had like Western themed things on them. And then what? I'm going to Photoshop. I took this this uh, illustrated cowgirl that was on a Willie Nelson record. And I took her and I photoshopped her on top of my guinea pig and i made my guinea pig giant in no the photo way. yeah so freddie mercury <laughs> is on no this way. this thing and uh i'm gonna use it as the new cover for my that's um, the name of her guinea pig oh yeah freddie mercury is one of my <laughs> guinea pigs everyone Ted else Bundy is just is like other. what the hell are you talking about you know <laughs> you know freddie mercury no my <laughs> guinea went pig from guinea pig to freddie mercury yeah, my, no, i have a guinea pig who's all fluffy and cute his name is freddie mercury and then i have a guinea pig who's like brown and white and his name's ted bundy, ted bundy. <laughs> but um, oh yes so it's freddie and teddy but yeah i photoshopped that willie nelson album cover the cowgirl so she's sitting on top of freddie and mm. freddie looks like massive and then <laughs> i drew a little ufo in the corner <laughs> and the and in the sky i put two moons but the two moons are like pictures of these like record album covers so they they have the texture of a moon but the actual like moon itself is like a pistol and then like a revolver chamber because it's circular and then what? like a pistol is like oh. put into the moon so it looks like westerny it's pretty that's cool that's crazy yeah. what the heck and then the background is like a ranch in the middle of texas that i found on uh dang the library of congress i'm just photoshopping stuff i'm i was just excited You're to put my guinea pig off. in there yeah and i'm gonna use it as my new spotify cover for my country Ooh. playlist oh Space cowboys <laughs> no way that's yeah. super cool but anyways, yeah, that's my good news for I'm the week. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That was fun. You got to post that on Instagram. I will when I'm done. I'll post it on. I'll post it on the archive Instagram. You guys can see Freddie Mercury. Hell yeah! All right. Well, that's been that's been the show for this week. See Super you next fun. week. Hope you enjoyed. Find us on Instagram at archivepod at Twitter uh, at archive the pod. Um, and again, if you want to do a listener story, check out our link tree. It's in our yeah. bio for both Instagram and Twitter um that would be super awesome we'd love to do a listener story with some of your stuff or send us like your paranormal spooky just, just send us Anything. whatever even if you have some good news that you want to share at the end of the podcast we'll do your good news send it and we'll read it on yeah. air as long as it's not like as long as it's not something creepy. horrible don't describe yeah. body parts um all I right that's yeah. it for me <laughs> we're not gonna read like demands lists <laughs> or anything <laughs> it's a ransom note that they just submitted to the podcast <laughs> anyways bye bye no, not you. Just the atmosphere. That's fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the main character. I've always been interesting. What were you we talking about? Oh, we have a true crime. Uh, oh, hello, hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Murder mystery and apparently stories about my life. Like they can't get the gorilla to on command. So they like call in you. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Then you gotta tell people they, what you do for a living. I don't They're think like, gorillas I make ever <laughs> hoo, hoo, on command. You know? I don't know. They're pretty smart. They know sign language. Why can't they hoo, hoo, on command? It's not energy drink. It's a tablet with vitamin D and electrolytes oh. and one gram of sugar. And despite the Groot song being described as cruel and uh, as cruel in a lot of no, and despite the Groot song being <coughs> clear my throat a little bit. <coughs>
And despite the Groot song, and despite the Groot song being, fuck. No legs, motherfucker. 